This is AutoLine Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. And even though the global auto industry is slowing down, Toyota just reported its earnings for the most recent quarter, and it's solidly in the black. Toyota sold 2.3 million vehicles worldwide, up over 6%. Its revenue hit $70 billion, up 4%, and it posted a net profit of $6.5 billion, about the same as last year. Get this, Toyota has $56 billion in cash and securities, and that's why in Japan they call it the Bank of Toyota. Well, another day, another UAW official has been charged in the corruption scandal. This time, it's former union vice president and GM board member Joe Ashton. He is charged with conspiracy to commit money laundering and wire fraud. The U.S. Attorney's Office alleges he conspired with other union officials to receive, quote, hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes and kickbacks. GM released a statement saying it was unaware of anything illegal until the investigation was made public. And so far, 10 people have pled guilty in the corruption scandal. And in other legal news, I'm sure most of you remember the Detroit Free Press's Phoebe Wall-Howard's very detailed report on Ford's issues with the six-speed dual-clutch transmission and nearly two million focuses and fiestas. If not, we had her on Autoline After Hours to talk all about it. But the Free Press has learned that the U.S. Department of Justice has issued a subpoena to Ford for, quote, all documents, communications, and electronically stored information related to the company's actions involving the transmission. The DOJ will look for material that might show whether the company knew the transmissions were defective and couldn't be fixed, or that it lied to federal safety investigators. Those waiting for their C8 Corvette are going to have to wait a little bit longer. Production will now not start until February of next year due to the UAW strike at GM, and the automaker still has C7 orders to fill before it can start on the C8. But we did just get the official acceleration times for the car. The base C8 will do 0 to 60 in 3 seconds and 2.9 seconds with the Z51 package. Both cars do the quarter mile in 11.2 seconds. Those numbers confirm this as the quickest Corvette in Chevrolet's history. The toolkit in a car that came from the factory can be the cherry on top of any classic car Sunday, but they can be hard to find and some cost thousands of dollars. That's why Jaguar is going to offer a reproduction toolkit for Series 1 and 2 E-types. Using engineering records, Jaguar made the complete kit with all the items needed for routine maintenance and put it in a period-correct leatherette canvas roll. Price is still a bit crazy at 732 pounds, or roughly $940. Tesla will have a big reveal in a few weeks. Elon Musk tweeted, quote, Cybertruck unveil on November 21st in L.A. near SpaceX rocket factory. For all of you letting that information set in, that also happens to be the same time as the L.A. Auto Show. And anyone that has a big reveal plan for L.A. (coughs) Ford 
has got to be a bit disappointed because you know Cybertruck is going to be stealing some headlines. Well, despite decent sales of the Fiat 500 and Fiat Panda in Europe, FCA CEO Mike Manley says the company will, quote, move away from the minicar segment to focus on higher volume, higher margin segments. Upcoming safety and emission regulations, which will drive up development costs, is also influencing the move. Some reports speculate the move will happen around 2024. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. And hey, be sure to join us for AutoLine After Hours this afternoon with Joe D. Simone, the CEO of a company called Carbon 3D, which has come up with a revolutionary way to do 3D printing. And Mike O'Brien, the head of product planning at Hyundai Motor America, will also be joining us on the show. So here's your chance to learn about what Hyundai has in store for its lineup. That's today at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on our website, AutoLine.tv. And here's a little bit of a crazy SEMA story. A custom-built 1,000-horsepower Dodge Challenger was stolen from a casino overflow parking lot. When the thief was eventually cornered, he rammed a Nevada Highway Patrol vehicle, crashed through a fence, and then abandoned the car and fled. He was later apprehended. But with all the damage done to the car, you might think it would be the end of the show for it. But the folks that made the car... Quinton Brothers Auto and Performance displayed it in all its wrecked glory, and it seems to be one of the biggest hits of the show. You know, sales of sports cars like the Mazda Miata MX-5, the Nissan GTR, or Audi TT are miserable. LMC Automotive reports the sporty segment is the fastest shrinking segment in the market, and yet sales of performance vehicles are going through the roof. But the ones that are red hot are pickups, SUVs, and four-door sedans like the Ford Raptor, TRD Tacoma, or Dodge Challenger Hellcat. That's because many customers want the thrill of owning a high-performance vehicle, but they don't want to squeeze into a small two-door with practically no luggage room. And automakers love making performance versions of existing vehicles because they usually don't have to offer sales incentives on them, and they make a lot more profit. Spanish automaker Seat has come up with a unique solution to make production more efficient. It's testing delivering steering wheels and airbags with drones at its Martorell factory in Spain. Once an order is received at its logistics center, the part is loaded into a carbon fiber capsule and attached to the drone with an electromagnet. The drone then travels two kilometers, or a little over a mile, to deliver the part at the assembly building. The flight only takes four minutes, and the whole process can be done in 15 minutes. Seat says it would like to expand the drone service and says it has the potential to reduce part delivery time by 80%. That wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.